The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. All right. Well, we've talked, spoke about new resolutions, new year, new you, new job, new everything. But the concept of dry January is quite popular. And our next guest, uh, Kate Gunn, the author of The Accidental Sober Easter, uh, is speaking from experience. Uh, she tried 30 days of no alcohol last autumn and she hasn't gone back to the booze. Welcome to the programme, Kate. Hello, thank you for having me. Are you completely miserable now? Uh, well, funnily enough, I'm not, but it wasn't actually last autumn. It was uh, actually seven years ago. Oh, was it? <laughs> so right. I started, it was in October yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, it, was, okay. it was a sober October and it was supposed to be just for 30 days. Okay. Uh, but then went on to another 30 days, another, and then here I am seven years later. So, uh, yeah, I speak from experience. And what was your consumption ordinarily before that? Um, yeah, it was like, uh, I guess, most people in Ireland, I was a social drinker. So um, I drank when I went out to the pub. Uh, I drank at home on a Friday, Saturday night. Um, nothing to worrying levels, but um, I did get really bad hangovers. that got worse as I got older. Um, and I kind of was a bit bored with it, but almost unable to kind of break that habit, I suppose. Uh, but like there's drinking and there's drinking. Like, you know, would you there go is. into a pub and have a couple of pints or would you would you drink a bottle of vodka? Uh, no, I was a couple of pints or, well, maybe a more than a couple of pints. But, you know, I, I would say probably less than some of my friends, more than others. You know, it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. But your friends weren't um, saying to you, you know what, Kate, you have a drink problem. Absolutely not. Okay. They'd be on the other side going, there's absolutely no problem. Why are you giving it up? <laughs> okay, so how did you find it? Um, so it was funny because I had done dry January about 10 years ago and I absolutely hated it. So uh, I was really bored. I just thought, like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, and then went into the sober October, which is the same period of time, obviously. Um, I guess with a different mindset, I was just kind of like, okay, what can we get out of this experience and what can we do during that month um, and I had a couple of people in my life who had like been trialing the the 90 days without alcohol so I just had a different mindset going into it um, and that really was the game changer. And what was your situation at home? Do you have kids, partners? Um, yeah I have um, three kids, uh, they're all teens um, so I would have um, drunk at home kind of you know a bottle of wine with my husband when they were very young um, I now have a partner and uh, my ex-husband was actually the person who did the first 90 days without alcohol and I saw the change in him and I was like, hmm, there may, might be something in this. Um, so he was the one that kind of opened my eyes to the possibility of it because before that I was just like, well, you know, giving up drink, that's, you know, that is just not for me. Um, so yeah, it was, it was like, that was the, the situation I went into it with. So what would you say were the big benefits for you personally? Uh, the benefits were huge. Um, the uh, we, we were advised to do, so I, I did with my partner the, the 30 days and we were advised to sign up to a fitness challenge. And that was a, a huge gift because it kind of gives you a goal. So you're looking at, you know, I've signed up for just a 10K run. Um, so I was looking at like Saturday morning going for a run rather than the Friday night drink or Sunday morning going for a hike rather than the Saturday night bottle of wine. Um, so that kind of did the fo took the focus off what you were losing out on. 
Um, and that having that additional energy um, just made a huge difference. And it was like you were on a virtuous cycle. Then you were going for runs, you were going for hikes, you were playing with the kids, you were just doing a whole lot more. So I was more productive, I had more time, had less anxiety. Um, my sleep was better, obviously had no hangovers. So everything was just really good. So we had a really good month and that's why we kind of went into the next month. Explain the less anxiety. Uh, well, I think when you're drinking um, any amount of alcohol, really, your your body is like processing that alcohol. So it's spending a lot of its resources on that. Um, and that term, you know, the, the anxiety, uh, it's actually your body trying to get rid of that that alcohol. And you've had that high and then that low and it's trying to like level yourself out. So when you're on a, on a, on a level all of the time, you have less of that, those kind of spikes. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fascinated by this. Now, my drinking habit will be heavier than your drinking habit uh, but mm-hmm. uh, previously. But uh, on the 14th of June 2017, uh, I, I gave up drink for a year. And then, mm-hmm. uh, coincidentally, I had to do extra work. I, I wasn't expecting to do the hard shoulder for three hours. And then I had to do the <laughs> Tonight Show as well. And I did find it gave me more productivity. And I said I would give it up for a year. But when it came to the 14th of January in a year later, in 2018, I actually said, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm touching 60, uh, I'm not going to live forever. And I felt like without alcohol, and this could be my own personal experience, was I felt like it was life in black and white. Uh, it, you know, mm-hmm. it was all work. Just, I was always thinking about work when I wasn't working. And I ever, never sort of said, well, now I'm going to switch off. I'm just going to relax. I'm going to have the crack and so on. What would you yeah, say to yeah. that? What would you say to that? Yeah, I totally get that. And I think um, it comes um, maybe with experience. I think you have that. There's a, there's a term called the pink cloud where you have like you've been off alcohol for a certain amount of time. That kind of 90 day marker is usually the, the, the time where everything just seems amazing. And you're evangelical about like what you found out. And it's like this is, you know, the new beginning of my life. And then you can take a little bit of a dip sometime after that. And it, beca- it kind of the shine is maybe taken off life a little bit. But I think um, I actually think that the no alcohol drinks that are out on the market now are a huge uh, plus for anybody who's off it long term or short term, um, because they give you that ability to go out to the pub with your friends, to have a drink, to get that whole social occasion buzz. And then, you know, by midnight, you're kind of you've had enough. But is you've it had not the, the same? I get that. And those those, you know, the Heineken zero zero and the Guinness zero zero have been fantastic innovations. But you, you go out and you meet people in the pub at nine o'clock and you find as the hours go by. They're, they're starting to laugh at jokes that are not funny and they're, yeah. uh, you know what I mean, a pain in the ass and some people are getting more argumentative. Uh, do you find yourself just leaving early? Yeah, I would be out of there by midnight, but I feel like I've had the best of the night that after that it's kind of, you know, it dissolves into to something that's not probably the best, the, the most fun anyway. Um, so I think you get the best of everyone and yourself. And then you get to wake up the next day and have a full day without all of that. Yeah, Eamon Dunphy had a great phrase, which was, uh, you know, I know I may get a hangover, but I know at some point in the process, I'm going to feel better. And I think that does sum up why people try. Um, A texture here, if you give up drinking, you won't have a longer life. It just seems longer. Um, So so, I I gave up cigarettes, uh, uh, you know, at a particular time. And, you know, cigarettes are now very expensive. You think you have all this money that you saved because drinking is expensive. A fiver mm-hmm. goes nowhere in a pub if, if, if you're out. So 
have you found that you've actually saved money? Um, I'm sure I have. I had like at the very beginning, I had this little app that kind of calculated how many days I'd been off it, how much money I'd saved, how many calories, all of that. And I was like addicted to checking this app, you know, every week. Um, Nowadays, I don't check anything. I don't even know how long it's been. Um, But I I do think at the beginning, it kind of helps to kind of process to to have a figure to kind of show what you're saving. Um, And it's also much easier to like to treat yourself to nice things. So because you can say like, oh, I've saved 50 quid this week or whatever it is. And it's like, I'll have a facial or I'll do something nice for myself. Um, So I don't know how much money I've saved, but I most definitely have from, from not drinking. Do you think reformed drinkers are a bit smug? Uh, definitely, <laughs> yes. The cap fits. As I said, it's that. Yeah, it, it, you're, it's very hard not to be smug sometimes because um, you've you've been there. You know what it's like. You know, I stood on the the side of a football pitch in the pouring rain on a Saturday morning, watching my sons play, feeling absolutely terrible, and then you walk past the person, you know that you know is feeling like that, um, and there is a bit of smugness there. I can't lie, uh, but. I think that that is like one of the reasons that, you know, why do, why do people, why do non-drinkers feel smug? Why do we like, we all enjoy it, you know, that you'll never meet someone who's given up who's like, I don't like it. Um, so I think that, you know, there's something, there's something in that. And that's why I think everybody should maybe just try it. So if you're doing dry, dry January, just like give it those 30 days, see how you feel. And you might like the smugness too. Did it help with weight loss? Um, I did uh, drop some pounds. I, it wasn't something that I was like looking to do, but it just kind of naturally fell off. Um, but that could have been the the running as well. You know, you're more you're more active as well, and you're not the next day. Eating. And you definitely you sleep better rubbish. without drink. I think that is true, isn't it? Hundred percent sleep yeah. is like, yeah, that's a gift. Okay, right. Well, the book is called The Accidental Sober Easter, uh, with a strong recommendation to go for a dry January or a dry Lent uh, to go for a temporary period and you might end up like Kate Gunn uh, making it a lifestyle change uh, almost forever. Thank you indeed uh, for for Kate joining us. Uh, Just a few texts on that. I don't drink for various reasons. No hangovers, no waiting for taxis, no brainer. I enjoy nights out as much as those who need alcohol to have a buzz. Plus I can remember what's gone on and tease others who can't. And Ken says, the whole notion of dry January is absurd. All it does is shine a light on this country's shocking relationship with alcohol. People make a song and dance about not drinking alcohol for 31 days and they want a pat on the back. It's a joke, says Ken. Please, The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.